Welcome, 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 Bizek. It's your boy, F-E-E-S-E-Y-B-O-Y on all social media platforms. So make sure you guys follow me at F-E-E-S-E-Y-B-O-Y. And welcome to episode six. Yes, I did say episode six. Time is going by so fly, so fast. Um, time is actually flying. And I know that you guys are used to listening to my beautiful voice on Tuesdays. But this week, we had a little bit of a delay. Um, so, here we go. Let's get off this episode with my weekend recap. So, Friday, I did pretty much nothing. Went to work, um... It was supposed to rain all day. It didn't really rain much while I was there. I went to Target after I got off because that's my spot to go to, like, you know, zone. Zone out. Come up with business ideas. You know, just that's my safe space. Like, some people read books. Some people go to the library. Some people go for a walk. Bitch, I go to Target, and I have me a good old time, right? So, goes to Target. Thought about parking in the handicapped spot. I was like, you know what? It's not raining. Just park in the back of the parking lot. Bitch, I parked in the back of the parking lot, goes in the store at, let's just say it was 3.45, walks out of the door at 4.01. The sky has opened up, and somebody is just throwing buckets of water at me. Like, I felt like it was like buckets of water being thrown directly at me. I was so pissed, get in my car, soaking wet, and the worst thing is about this whole thing is, it was sticky, so it was like, it was humid. So I was just like, ugh, I felt so disgusting when I got in the car. I had to ride with the air on, and I was cold, and I was hot. It just was, Friday just was a, a fucking mess. Then I pulls up to my door, and sun pops out. Over it. Definitely over it. Um, Saturday, I got to hang out with my best friend, my two best friends, George and Butter. Um, we kicked out Butter. We kicked off Butter's birthday week, as we always do every year. Um, we went to a house party. We got we got lit. When I tell you I, I haven't been that lit in a very long time. And it's so crazy because I only can get that lit, I feel like with butter and drew. Like I, butter always says he never see he ne- he's never seen me drunk or you know, he's never seen me inebriated, I guess you will. Um but I feel like I'm always drunk when I'm with them. Not saying that we're alcoholics, but that's a whole other story. But Saturday, we got to do that. Uh, we went down 13th Street, which we haven't done since we were, like, young. Like, young, young, young. Young, young, young. We got in the house at about, I want to say, I walked in the door maybe at 2.45, 3 o'clock. But little did I remember, I had to be to work at 6 a.m. So, but surprisingly, I woke up Sunday and I got dressed for work. I was energetic at work. I was polite to people. I was overly nice. I, I wasn't myself, but I was myself. I don't know. Maybe I just needed that getaway, that get you know, that get out and fresh air and just that re, you know, that retouch with my with my my I guess homosexual roots. <laughs> I guess you could say. Uh, so that was my weekend. Um, and I want to, before I go any further, I want to say happy birthday to my best friend, Mr. Butter Obama. I also want to say happy birthday to my little sister, Britt Britt. Uh, I miss her birthday. Well, I didn't technically miss it. Her birthday fell in between recordings. So, of course, rightfully so. Here we are. So, happy birthday to those two. And let's just get in, let's just hop right into all things here and all things queer. First of all, let's start off by saying happy Pride Month. Ah! Ooh, 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 ooh. Ah! Yeah, 
again. So, <laughs> um, it is June. So, June is Pride Month all around the world. I'm sure you guys have noticed that this, the, the country has taken a particular, you know, interest in Pride Month this year for whatever reason. I'm not sure if it's because you know who was out of the White House. But... <laughs> The country has definitely, they have outdid themselves with Pride Month. Even like on the Lyft app, if you are in like the neighborhood here in Philly and you try, and you try to catch a Lyft, the, you know how they do like the, the tracking device and they show you like where the car is coming from? It leaves a rainbow trail as it's on its way to you. I thought that was the freaking gayest but cutest thing ever. Um, I, when, even when you go down, I think that's Bowhouse Road, they have each um, one of those things, such those, uh, those canoe kayaking places a different uh, rainbow color that's so dope when you go in the store bitch target got a whole pride section i'm into it so shout out to the country and the world for supporting me and my folks because we appreciate you all the way y'all appreciate us and for those who don't who don't appreciate us fuck yeah um what else what else all things queer oh yeah legendary I, I'm about to piss some people off, and I don't really care, but I'm sorry, teachers deserve to lose. They deserve to lose. I think the level of the expectation for them is why everybody's so upset. I don't feel like because they've been great all this time that they get to have one bad day. No one else got to have a bad day, so why should they be any different? Just because they won Superior House every every week, that doesn't make them, you know, any... I don't think that makes them not acceptable for to be eliminated. That's almost like me saying, oh, I was the mayor, I was the governor, I was, you know, state representative, so I should be the president. No, if you didn't do your fucking job, girl, you, I'm sorry, sis, we won't set you out. But thank you for coming. Have a good day. <laughs> um, and now on to all things here. I just want to say the weather is changing for my girls, and I know y'all going go straight into breeds. And I, there's nothing wrong with it. Stay protected, all that good stuff. But you cannot get individuals or knotless breeds and then take them out a month and a half later and get individual and knotless breeds again. No, let your hair be. Give your hair time to exfoliate. Shampoo, make sure you guys are shampooing your hair with warm water and make sure you're conditioning with cool water just to break down, you know, just so the conditioner locks in your, your hair and the air is much more moist now, so you're going to sweat more. So you want to make sure that your hair is completely clean. Also, try not to shampoo your hair for you natural girls. Try not to shampoo your hair so much. Even like my Caucasian, my Caucasian followers, my Caucasian folks, my Hispanic folks, I get it. Your hair get greasy. It gets heavy. It get you know, it gets oily. But why, shampooing your hair every day is ridiculous. You're stripping your hair of all its natural, its natural ingredients. And that's why your scalp be all tender and tight. Because you just out here just doing shit. Stop doing shit. Damn. <laughs> and last but not least. In between styles, it is okay to wear your hair just naturally out. It's okay. Give yourself like a week in between styles. If you, you can't get a sewing and then go into a cap the next service, like your hair is not breathing and them same braids, it's it just going to pop off your hair. It's just going to be a mess. So again, just stop doing shit. Just stop doing shit. <laughs> and we are, shout out to the Sixers. The Sixers, much love to you guys. They won, well, of course, Neon there in, you know, the second, se- second series or second game of the series. 
They won their first game, so shout out to them. Um, ben Simmons is back. I mean, not Ben Simmons. What's the guy? The tall guy. You know who I'm talking about. Y'all know who I'm talking about. The guy who guards the, the basketball court. Their whole situation. Him. I don't know. That's, well, it's not a def- No, bitch, it's not a defensive end. Defensive end is football. Now, I know football. I don't know baseball. He um, is not Ben Simmons, y'all. Who is the other guy? He real, real tall. Real, real tall. Whatever. But he was out, and now he's supposed to be big. But one thing about Doc Rivers that I don't like is he don't be switching shit up enough for me. Like, Doc Rivers, you got a story. When y'all losing and you ain't got nothing to gain out of it, bitch, throw these, throw these rookies and see what they got. Like, stop holding them, you know, holding them back or just, I don't know. It's overworking Ben Simmons and whoever the tour guy is that I'm talking about and all that. And then another fucking thing that bothers me, Dwight Howard, sh- Dwight Howard should be shaked. Like, I don't understand why somebody that big and that tall is not, like, hitting numbers like Shaq hits. Like, he should be the Shaq of this era. Like, I just don't understand what the F, but uh, whatever. Who am I? I'm not a basketball coach, but I do. And I'm not even, like, a basketball fan, but I do know when shit don't look right. And that shit don't look right. But anyway, shout out to you, Dwight Howard. Happy Pride Month, because I heard about the transgenders. Nonetheless, <laughs> all hearsay. <laughs> Bitch, I said all hearsay. All right. So let's just get on today's topic. Double standards. And I must give this disclaimer. We are doing full transparency right now. Um, So if I say something that rubs you the wrong way, this is me just being, this is just, these are just my thoughts and what I've been thinking. (laughs) And, you know, full transparency. So let's just talk, let's talk about double standards when it comes down to sexuality. So many men say that it's okay for their daughter to be gay, but not okay for their son. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Like, I don't understand how you could think your daughter licking coochie is any different than your son's second day. Excuse my language. But I just don't see how that's any different than... I don't see how one is greater than the other or... I just don't... I just don't, and it frustrates me so bad because it's like, how dare you put your gay son out, but you telling me that, oh, if my daughter was a lesbian, it would be okay? The thought of your daughter doing lesbianic things should freak you out. Like, I I just don't get why it's okay. And even like, even like for heterosexuals, I hear people say all the time, like, oh, well, my son can be a whore, but my daughter can't be a whore. Walk me through it. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. I just don't understand for the life of me the double standards. It's like, so at the end of the day, right is right and wrong is wrong. I hope whoever this ambulance is trying to get to, because I know y'all heard this ambulance noise for at least two minutes of this video and they ain't moving no faster. So whoever they trying to get to, I hope they are because child, the ambulance ain't, ain't no rush to get to you, baby. You must ain't got no insurance. But anyway, so um, where was we? Where were you? Oh, Double standards. So I think for me, because even me sometimes I play the little double standards thing. Because I understand, like, I don't understand the whole. I, let me not say I don't understand. So I get it. I would rather for only because stereotypically most men, most kids live with their mom. So I get why you wouldn't want your daughter to be a whore because it's like, well. She has to carry this baby for nine months, so if she gets pregnant, 
I'm stuck being grandma, my grandpa, or uncle, or aunt to this child and her child. With a boy, it's kind of like he can go shoot up and everything and anything. And, you know, we don't have to see the baby. The baby going to live with the mom anyway. So I, I I don't agree with it, but I that's how I made sense of why people would say that. But the whole lesbian, my daughter being a lesbian, my son being gay, I don't know if I agree 100% with, <laughs> with that because I just... From, it's a no. It's, if you don't like the shit, just don't like it. If you don't like gay people, just don't like gay people. Don't just don't say, "Oh, I like my daughter. I like my daughter better because she's a lesbian, and I, I'm okay with that because it's less it's less feminine." But I just don't. That just don't sit right with me. It just really don't. I, and maybe it's just because I'm a gay man. I can't understand it, or whatever the case may be. But y'all gotta help me understand. Help me understand. How one is grander than the other. That's like saying it's okay for you to for you to have infidelity in a relationship, but it's not okay for you to be gay. So don't tell me like a sin is a sin. Don't don't try to just dissect it and say, oh well, this sin is not as bad. Like there's a list of like there's a list of sins, <laughs> and like oh this is number hundred and this is number ninety nine. So this one is worse than that one. It is what it is. If you don't like it, you just don't like it. Don't say oh well. Yeah, he can. Little Lamont can go whore around with everybody in in the world, but you know, little Macy can't. Well, if little Macy want to give out her flower to you know all the people in the world, it's her flower. Let her give it out. I mean, a whore is a whore. I mean, I would. I personally would not like my son or my daughter <laughs> to be out here doing one of y'all. But that's even like that's even like with business owners. I hate when they say like. Oh, I wouldn't hire a female contractor because she's a female. Okay. Did she go to the same school as the male? How you know she wasn't a female that grew up around all men? How you know she wasn't a female that grew up building, you know, and working for Habitat Humanity, building houses on her summer break? You don't know this kind of stuff, so how dare you freaking be so dumb and, oh, yeah, I don't fucking know. I don't want a female... I don't want a female barber. Okay, why? Because she's a female, she don't have hair. But she knows what a man's supposed to look like. She's attracted to men. Why would you not want somebody who knows what they're attracted to to make you attractive and appeal to other people? Like, I just, I just don't get the thought process in double standards. It's like, and again, maybe it's because I'm, I'm, consi- I'm considered as a free spirit. Maybe that's why I don't understand it. Or maybe I'm just not a bonehead, and most of you guys are boneheads. <laughs> so that's probably why you guys, not you guys, my listeners, but that's why people think that it's okay to do such bonehead things. I just don't get it. I don't agree with it. And it's, it, it, it's not my story, so <laughs> I, it doesn't affect me any. But I do, like I said, I think double standards, we have to be careful when we do, when we are dissecting them because you just again you just never know what somebody's been through what somebody's going through or what somebody has done to get to where they're at i had people say to me like oh well i prefer a male hairstylist a gay male hairstylist i don't want them i don't want a street male hairstylist if there's a such thing and i'm like well why and they're like well just because i feel like women are jealous of other women and blah 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 Miss, she has a job to do. Do you really think that? 
<laughs> like, she's going to stop making money because she's jealous of you. That, that makes no sense to me at all. That makes no sense to me at all. Uh, I don't understand it. I don't... I don't agree with it. But, again, here we are. <laughs> here we are. I would love to know what some of the double standards that you guys have been uh, faced, up, faced with and... Or have experience because I know I can't be the only person in this world that's like, oh, I hate this, I hate that, blah 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 blah. Oh, I know I just can't be the the only person like that. So that's why I'm just like, I get it, it is what it is. But we just got like I said, we have to be careful with it because it's offensive. It's very offensive, and you just never know who you're going to need. It may be that one time when your damn roof falls in, and you can't get in contact with none of your homeboys or none of your male contractors, and this overly qualified female contractor is, you know, she's overly, she's overly, she's the only one available. Like, what do you do? You say, oh, well, yeah, I can't really use you because you're a girl and I prefer a guy. Or when you need a haircut for your wedding day, and she's the only person here with clippers. What do you do? Oh, no, I don't want a female. I'm just going to wolf on my wedding pictures. Like, I just don't get the, the, the reasoning behind it. But, like, even as, like, double standards. Even, like, some people say, excuse me, some people say, oh, and this is going to sound really ignorant, but I'm just repeating what I've heard before. Oh, I, I prefer, they're looking at me like, bitch, don't do it. I prefer... Mexicans to work on my establishment versus, I guess, African-Americans or Caucasians. They, as you know, rumor has it that Mexican people are very cost-efficient and very efficient. Like, Mexican people tend to get the job done and go about their business. They don't hang out. They don't, you know, chat and fucking chew. Like, they get in and get their job done. This is all but hearsay. Not what this is not what I'm saying. However, I have had I've, in my business, I've had Mexican people do work in the salon and I've also had Caucasians. I've also had African Americans. I just, I personally would prefer certain people for certain things. It has nothing to do with the race. It just has something to do with the work that's being done. The quality of work. Like, I prefer for my the maintenance man for the property the property manager's maintenance man he just conveniently happens to be Mexican and he just conveniently happens to be whenever I call, he is here. And that's just, he he just comes out and he just happens to be Mexican. I have a guy who comes and cleans the windows and whenever I call, he makes time to do it. And he happens to be African-American. He has a whole, he has a whole, you know, he has a whole setup and a whole company and it works out. Uh, shout out to Personal Touch. Um, detailing, they do commercial buildings, they do cars, they do it all. Um, so I, it's just a matter of, I think it's a preference, a matter of preference. And that's where I think people should try to like separate the two. If there's preference and there's, you know, boneheadness, like <laughs> there's preference and there's double standards. So I, I, I think for me, it's a preference depending on the work quality or the work ethic. I, I don't know if Mexican people work harder than black people or black people work harder than white people. I don't know. I haven't worked with everyone. But in my experience, yes, the contractors that I use happen to be Mexican. And I've been using them 
for businesses for years. So it's not that I want to, you know, I feel like they are harder workers. It's just say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'll give anybody a chance to win, but you gotta, you gotta, earn, you earn that chance. You know what I mean? I, you have to. I'm not gonna trust you to hook up electrical, and I have no history with you. You have no credentials. It's just like, oh, I'm supposed to just go because they said that on Facebook Marketplace that you knew how to do it. No, I go with who I, I go with who I know works hard. Or I go with who I know will get the job done. Even like, even like one of my clients, um, she always talks about like how she doesn't prefer this how the, this how the topic came up. She doesn't prefer her daughter be a lesbian. She would prefer a gay son. But I think sometimes it's a little horror pill to swallow with but I think because gay men are so they are looked down upon so harsh that sometimes people just don't want to accept what it is. And it, it, it has nothing to do with homophobia or anything like that. I think it's just like what's depicted as a gay man on television and worldwide sometimes is a little bit much to deal with. So I think that's where that whole double standard comes in at. I think with men, sometimes it's like, oh, well, I don't want to see my son kissing no boy. I don't want to see my, my son bent over, no whatever. or what, Whatever the straight man's idea of that is, I can I can under I can't understand, but I yeah, that I could I don't know if it's understanding, it's not understanding, but I can see why where you're coming from. I don't understand it, but I can I can hear you out. I can definitely hear you out. Even with like my client who daughter was who I mean who says she would prefer her daughter not be a be straight and her son be gay. I get it. Like as a woman, I'm not attracted to women. So I don't want to see my daughter kissing another girl. Like I I I understand it. I mean I don't understand it, but I get it. Um and you know, it, again, that's just these people's preference. And who are we to judge them? However, the double standard is it it can be real funky sometimes. Like real funky funky. And I and I ain't talking about like, oh, judgmental funky. I'm talking about stupid. Like I don't, like I said, I always go back to, I don't want a girl to cut my hair. Some of the female, female barbers are some of the most sharpest barbers in the world. Proven fact. Ask me, because I'm in the hair industry. Just like they say, some, they say a lot of male stylists are just happens to be much more talented than female stylists. I can't agree or disagree with that, because I know some female stylists that are much talented, much more talented than I, and you know, my counterparts, I have female stylists that are just as talented, just as equally talented as me, and can do the same things that I do. Um, so, I, I can't really, again, agree or disagree with certain things. I just wish that we, when we're when we're doing that whole double standard thing, I wish that we could be a little bit more forgiving and understanding that this is just what, you know, everybody can, anybody can do anything they want to do. And anybody, anybody can be good at what they want to be good at. You just have to give them that chance or, you know, check their credentials, check their, check their credentials. So let's, okay, y'all, sorry, I'm getting distracted because there is, so I'm at the, of course I'm at the shop recording. Um, and there's a drums, a guy bringing drums in the middle of the street. Like he has a full on drum set, like cymbals, bass, you know, the full six piece drum set in the middle of the intersection. I'm not sure if y'all can really hear it. 
I'm gonna be quiet so y'all can hear it. He doesn't sound really good at it, but he's out here doing it. He's out here doing it. And the middle of the street. So <laughs> caught me off guard, but hey. Alright, so now that we touched on that, let's just get to questions and answers. And but wait, before we get to questions and answers, guys, I am working, me and the team are diligently working on getting this YouTube channel up and running by episode 10, which is four episodes away. So please bear with us. I know you guys keep asking, when are we going to go live? When are we going to be live? When are you guys going to better see us? So forth and so forth. So we have, every time that we have a guest speaker on, we are recording it, we are editing it, and we just have to go, the YouTube situation is just a whole process in itself. So just bear with us. I promise you guys, we are going to make sure that you guys get to see this beautiful face to go with this beautiful voice. So, um, just bear with us. We are, I promise we are going to get this. And this episode will be a little bit shorter than our typical episode, our usual episode, just because like I said, it's so late in the week. Um, and I'm doing it by myself. So I don't have like, I don't have Steph here with me. I don't have Mark here. So I don't have those, I don't have the team to guide me through it. So that's why I kept, I probably stepping on my words a little bit. I'm getting distracted by the drummers. So just be be patient with me, guys. Um, so we're going to go on to the line of, to the questions and answers. The first question is, how do you feel about interracial relationships? I don't have a feeling about it at all, honestly. Um, me as a gay man, who am I to fucking judge anybody on who they date? Yeah, <laughs> like I, I don't have a feeling at all. I do wonder though, um, I do wonder when it comes down to interracial relationships, I always ask myself like, if I was a black man dating a white woman or a white woman dating, or a black woman dating a white man, when that whole Black Lives Matter subject comes up, how, is there tension in the house? Like, <laughs> like I wonder if, you know, it's like, I'm angry with the way the world is treating black people and you probably don't understand because you are not black, but you understand because you love me. Like, I wonder how that conversation goes in an interracial relationship. Like, how do you guys handle, like, the racism, the Black Lives Matter, like, that whole situation? Because I can imagine it being very tense. Like, even, like, and I hate to, like, always go back to, like, being gay and stuff like that, but even, like, the salon that I work, I've worked in salons, where there were like an older clientele where I couldn't be myself because I didn't want them to feel uncomfortable. So it's like, but I knew that they loved me for me, but with everything that was going on in the world, with like hate crimes and stuff, I always wondered like, well, damn, I wonder what, how they feel. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just, so to go back to the question, interracial relationships, I have no thought on it. I feel like love is love. If you love a black person, love a black person. If you love a white person, love a white person. Love Spanish, green, black, purple, whomever it is. If you love that person, just love on them. I I don't think your skin complexion or your skin color makes love any stronger. I don't think you're going to love anybody any harder because they're black or you're going to love anybody any less because they're the opposite race of you. I think sometimes it may be a little bit of, um, what is it called? Uh, what is that word I'm looking for? I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but I think sometimes it'll be a little bit of a difficulty understanding. Oh, I think there'll be a cultural difference in culture, cultural differences situation, but I don't see a big problem with it. Me personally, I feel like if you love somebody, love them. It doesn't matter what color they are. 
Um, love is love. All right. And the next question is, <laughs> how do you know if someone's gay? Um, child, I don't, shit, I don't know. I just feel that like I was gay. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, no, I don't know how you, to answer your question, I don't know, because if you think about it, it's so many guys that dress like their whole metrosexual look, like the skinny leg jeans, the tight, the tight shirts, or their pants are hanging off their ass, and most gay people don't even wear their pants hanging off their ass, but, you know, so many people are dressing that way, like the stereotypical gay way, I guess you could say. That I don't know if you can really say. And then even like when it comes down to sex, I know plenty of times there have been women, not in my current salon, but in past salons that I worked in, they have talked about them performing, um, what is the word? They, them going down on their husband from the bed. Like I've, I've, I've heard women say that, you know, they've ate their husband's butt before or whatever the case may be. So I don't think you can, I don't think gay has a look. I honestly don't. Because even people see me sometimes and before I open my mouth or before they pick up on my mannerism, they don't think that I'm gay. So I don't I don't think you can I don't know. I, I my friends will tell you I have the worst gator ever. Like I am not one of them kind of people who could be like who could be like, oh, oh yeah, he gay because X, Y, and Z, or oh yeah, he gay because <laughs> he did this or whatever the case may be. So I'm not, I don't know. I'm not the perfect person to ask for that. Um, third question. What is your definition of supporting your friend's business? Good one. I feel like supporting your friend's business doesn't always, doesn't always come in a financial way. Because everything isn't for everybody. I think support sometimes comes with reposting, you know, volunteering, um, sharing, sending people my way, that whole thing. I don't think, I don't think supporting your, I don't think supporting anything comes with always financially because like, just take like, like my friend, she sells, uh, edibles. I'm, I don't eat edibles, but I repost it. I'll, you know, I'll tell people about it. I'll pass the word on it. If you need me to go deliver, do deliveries, I'll do deliveries for you. If you need me to go pick something up for you, I'll go pick something up for you. But I'm just not an edible person. Like, I, that's just not my thing. But however, me me supporting you is me making sure that you are establishing the income. Me making sure that you always have the proper resources. Me making sure that you can get your product out there without me, you know, me buying it. So I think when you are supporting someone's business, just be there for that person. Be there for that person the way you would want them there for you. You, it, Like I said, it doesn't always have to come financial because financial is not always the easy thing when it comes down to something that I'm not into. Like, I, I'm a hairstylist. Most of my male friends aren't hairstylists and, they mostly, and most of my male friends have boyfriends or are single. They're not sending every side bitch that they, they fuck this way. And I don't expect them to, however, but when they do do it, I appreciate it because I know, you know, they ain't going to be sitting in a chair getting a weed. So why not? So I just think when you're supporting your brand's business, just be there for them. Number four, what's your advice on becoming successful? Um, well, I think. There is no, there, I don't have an advice for, for, for becoming successful. I always say, 
How I got to where I'm at now, I always was a go-getter. I always was driven. I, I never, I didn't know what I wanted. I just knew what I wanted out of it. Like I knew I wanted to not have to live paycheck to paycheck. I knew I didn't, I didn't want to have to run it past somebody before I got on an airplane. I knew I didn't want to, I wanted to be able to get up and go. You know what I mean? And for me, once I stopped worrying, and y'all, this is going to sound so, so cliche. I always would be stressed out about, well, damn, I ain't got no clients this week. I ain't got this, blah, 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 blah. And I would always, I would go on Instagram. I would go hard on Instagram. Get in the emails, go hard on the emails. I was missing one key component. I was talking, I was trying to fix the problem for myself instead of giving the problem to God. So when I get, when I, you know, stopped working so hard and trying to feed, force feed people in, and I started talking to God like, well, damn, God, my back is against the wall. I don't have no clients the second week in a row. I don't know what to do. I'm giving it to you. And, you know, you just show me the way. And it, business just started picking up. I started doing hair shows. I started doing cut competitions. And people started following me. And more and more people started following me. More people wanted to sit in my chair and so forth and so forth. So it was like, for me, what, what worked for me was I just gave it to God. I, once I found out what it was I wanted or what I wanted to do, I just gave it to God. It just was much easier that way. And I, I, it wasn't stressful for me. And I always say, is well, this one guy, his name is Jason, and he noticed my he noticed me growing and he was like, Listen, you are going far. Hit the ground running. And ever since he said that, I hit the ground running. I, I haven't stopped running since. I worked two jobs to make sure that the lights stay on, the ears stay on, gas is in my car. I I I listen, I will coming in this salon and standing behind this chair makes my day. It makes me happy. It makes me, I just love it. I really, 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 really love it. I really love it. Um, so I don't have the key to being successful. I just know what worked for me. And that's, that's what worked for me. And, you know, if you are looking to grow your business, reach out to people, communicate with people, talk to people, because that's what's really going to get you there is the knowledge that you don't know. What you don't know is what really will hurt you. Um, so now we have come to the end of this podcast. I hope you guys like my singing voice. I've also been told that I sound like Jaheem, Tank, Genuine back in the day. So even me, like they told me I sound like me. So I hope you guys can appreciate this voice because you know it's meant for big screen. So the guy, the fact that I'm giving you, I'm previewing you guys, I'm privileging you guys to this. I hope you guys appreciate it. Um, <laughs> but let's go into the black-owned businesses. We're going to start out with... These are all my family members who own successful business for multiple years. So, first black-owned business is going to be Vic's Cocktail Court. She does game nights. She does cookouts. She does birthday parties. She does girls' nights. She does girls' trips. If you, you name it, she does it. She comes with the cocktails and the setup. Like, so, she does Twister, Tic-Tac-Toe, Shot Jenga. You, like, when I tell you the girl does it she fucking does it so shout out to her follow her instagram at vix cocktail cart um the next one is the scrub house for all my nurses and doctors and lpns rns msns bns all them all them ends if you work in the hospital field and for your girls who wear them to to you know be at the daycare center shout out to yours too uh check out the scrub house she does um foreign fitted foreign fitted and flaring i guess Fashion forward scrub sets. So she has jogger, she has drop crotch, she has, you know, the the female figure, the plus size. So she she caters to the curvy woman. 
in the curvy fashion, the curvy fashionable woman. So shout out to the Scrub House. Follow her at Scrub House LLC on Instagram. The next one is Parties by Brown. She also does chair rentals. She does popcorn machines, cotton candy machines. Um, damn. She do a lot of crap. She got like the blow up, the bouncy houses and stuff like that. She's also on Facebook at Parties by Brown. If you can't find her, just DM me and I will show, I'll send you guys her car. I'm going to try to post everybody on my personal Instagram once I get up and running. And the last one is going to be a store consultant consultation. She does a small business startup. So she helps out with basically the ground level work. Who you need to talk to, where you need to talk to them at, what you need as far as business cards, what you need as far as presentation, where you need to be advertising it. So she does all of the, the legwork for you. So if you if you are starting a business out, definitely hit her up. She's so brilliant. She's great. She's very responsive and very professional. That's why I fucks with them. So all of those back-owned businesses also happen to be my cousins and my family members. Um, so when you go to them, just let them know Fee sent you. And as always, if no one told you guys that they love you, just know that I love you. And if you not only do you need to protect your soul and your body, remember guys, protect your mental. And I'll see you in a couple days on Tuesday.